Technology is playing an increasingly important role in treasuries as they look to enhance not only speed, security and efficiency, but also become trusted strategic partners within their organisations. I'm Richard Parkinson, Chair at Treasury today, and for this podcast I'll be discussing how technology can be exploited by corporate treasurers with Marcus Hughes, Head of Strategic Business Development at Bottom Line. Now, Bottom Line are a technology company that help businesses pay and get paid whilst making the complex business payments simple, smart and secure. In our conversation, Marcus and I will be looking at how cloud-based technology can help Treasury. Let's go and meet him. Marcus, uh, great to see you and uh, thank you very much for joining us today. My pleasure to be here, of course. Thank you for inviting me. Well, I'm looking forward to our conversation because I think you're um, operating in a very interesting area of the market. But I thought uh, the best place to start would be if you just gave us a quick summary of how you see the evolution of Treasury technology in recent years. Okay, yeah, with pleasure. So the way corporate treasurers pay and get paid has evolved really rapidly in recent years. And to enable this pace of change, we've seen increasing adoption of the cloud, even for those um, mission-critical activities like payments. So in practical terms, one of the big trends is that many corporate treasuries have migrated to uh, cloud-based multi-bank payment platforms through which they are you know, securely connected to all their bank relationships. And the, the widespread use of data transformation and growing adoption of APIs, this is all making it easier for systems to communicate with each other using machine-readable messages. And, of course, this is resulting in higher levels of uh, straight-through processing than was ever previously possible. And all this is um, really helping treasurers to work faster and more efficiently. Now, now why, why is this happening? What are, what are the key drivers for this change? Well, there are several factors driving this. We've got uh, new payment regulations, which are encouraging innovation uh, and competition. There are new entrants, uh, fintechs and challenger banks. Then we've also got um, new requirements for anti-money laundering and uh, financial crime compliance. And there are loads of um, new payment instruments and formats like um, request to pay, confirmation of pay, ISO 20022, of course, And then there's new technology, uh, cloud, as we mentioned, as well as machine learning and distributed ledger technology. And then, of course, um, there's the widespread rollout of uh, real-time payments. At bottom line, we see there are five key themes or or pillars which are emerging for treasurers. This is where technology is helping to drive better visibility, greater security, improved speed, connectivity and efficiency. So new technology is focused on fulfilling one or more of these needs for treasurers, and it's there for helping them to do their job better and faster. Now now take me through the the opportunities that this provides for treasurers, you know, the use of technology, and how does this affect their relationship with the rest of their organisation? Okay, certainly. Um, So one thing that almost all large corporates have in common is hundreds, um, even thousands of bank accounts and numerous bank relationships around the world. And they've got a wide range of payment and collection types. So managing payments and cash in a large corporate can be a really complex activity. And it's our role to simplify that complexity. The global financial crisis really crystallised a demand for better and faster information about cash balances. And this need for um, improved visibility 
is still a top priority for treasurers. Ever since that time, the role of the treasurer has really been elevated to a position of much greater strategic importance. And fortunately for those treasurers, a cloud-based technology is really helping to accelerate this mission-critical activity, and that's by providing accurate and up-to-date information, even real-time information in some cases. And all this supports better decision-making and greater peace of mind. The opportunity that Treasury technology presents is to create a single cloud-based payment and cash management platform. Uh, This streamlines processing across all applications and all payment types, as well as all banks. And this supports, again, one of our five key themes identified earlier, efficiency. But, you know, what you're talking about here, surely that's what a good treasury management system does. Yeah, that's that's a good question. So a good treasury management system certainly has got many qualities and important functions, but often they're not designed to handle large volumes of payments. Uh, And the Treasury team often doesn't want users outside that Treasury to access their platform. It can often therefore be more practical to create a a separate payments and cash management platform, which is designed for a wider range of payments, uh, including direct debits and bulk credit transfers. These platforms are are suitable also for a a much wider group of users, ranging from finance, uh, accounts payable, accounts receivable, and even local senior management. So, Cloud-based payment and cash management platforms are definitely well-suited to organizations with multiple ERP systems so that big cash savings can be achieved by creating a central hub between these ERPs, uh, including the TMS and involving multi-bank connectivity. This approach is, is proven quicker and cheaper than trying to migrate all systems onto a single ERP. And... Which of the areas of treasury operations which are are being most disrupted by this technology? Well, well, for me, it's definitely payments uh, which are most disrupted by technology. Uh, There are new payment instruments which are being developed, like requests to pay and new ways to send more remittance information with payments or to check that funds are being sent to the right beneficiary. And payments are definitely shifting to real-time payments Uh, which in turn is making real-time cash management more important. But payment fraud is also disrupting Treasury technology in a big way. Cyber fraud and financial crime are a constant threat, uh, and they're a cause of big losses, of course. But there's also considerable progress in developing technology which can detect and prevent fraud and therefore increase security. Now, tell me a bit more about that, because this is an area of, of major concern for Treasurers today. How can technology help prevent fraud? Yeah, agreed. It really is a a serious problem for for banks and for corporate customers. So one innovative technique is to monitor transactions and user behaviour. This technology detects what is unusual activity. So advanced analytics and profiling of user behaviour and payment patterns can be used to enable a fraud system to learn what represents normal transactions and normal user activity And this evolving database can therefore detect abnormal, potentially fraudulent transactions. And a a good fraud prevention system will flag suspicious transactions and block potentially fraudulent payments in real time. Um, It's really important to spot suspicious transactions before they're released into payment networks. And does this come built into the system? Yes, it's all modular uh, as part of the cloud-based offering. Um, So the monitoring technology acts rather like closed-circuit television. 
and it records any modifications that employees make to, um, for example, beneficiary account numbers. But it also tracks screens that have been visited, even when nothing's been tampered with. So this can provide a great early warning of a possible fraud. And actually, just knowing this system is in place is also a really powerful deterrent to anybody who's even considering committing a fraud. I think that's, that's very interesting. And are, are there other new ways Treasury technology is being applied in corporate Treasury? So, yeah, plenty of ways. So cloud-based sanction screening software, which is uh, continually updated in terms of the sanction lists, these are now being um, used more and more by corporates. And this makes it easy to identify anti-money laundering breaches and in real time and before those payments are released to to banks. So this is great to protect a a corporate's reputational risk. So another example of new technology would be PSD2, which is opening up new services. For example, um, multi-bank payments and cash management, which will become available now for a much wider range of businesses, so in terms of size and sophistication. Uh, Historically, only large corporates have been able to get a consolidated view of cash across their multiple banks, and only those large corporates have been really able to standardise their payments processing. That's typically by becoming a member of SWIFT and, and using a bureau, of course. But, but as you say, surely that's a solution for only for bigger companies? Well, that changes now, actually. Um, under PSD2, any business can instruct their bank Um, or their banks, I should say, to share their balance and transaction information with a regulated account information service provider. Uh, And this then aggregates the data and presents it to the business in a single app with a consolidated view. And this, of course, makes multi-bank cash visibility so much easier. And then likewise, on the payment side, a business can require its banks to accept payment instructions which are sent to the banks uh, via the app of their regulated payment initiation service provider. And this also makes um, managing the payments across multiple banks much easier, faster, and of course, more secure. And it has uh, functionality like uh, cash flow forecasting, bank fee analysis, and cash allocation. So it really is a a world of opportunity for those um, mid to large corporates now. Yes, but is it available everywhere? So... um, Not yet, unfortunately, and that's the point, actually. So the rollout of APIs internationally is not going to happen overnight. It's just not possible. PSD2 also only covers the European economic area, and other countries are beginning to announce initiatives to encourage or require APIs. So really, it's going to be years before APIs can provide anything like the global coverage of multibank connectivity that can be achieved using SWIFT. That's why we've designed a novel hybrid solution which combines uh, PSD2 APIs with our own Swift BIC capability. And this is designed for mid-sized corporates which don't want to join Swift. And this combined offering for multi-bank payments and cash management therefore has significant advantages over fintechs who are restricted by the slow rollout of APIs. Now, a lot of what you've been talking about today, Marcus, uh, is, is cloud-based technology. Just take me through the sort of pros and cons, if you like, or the ben- you're going to say the key benefits of cloud-based technology over standalone solutions. Yeah, exactly. And, and there, there are loads of benefits, actually. So above all, I think a treasury team gains peace of mind. 
and provided they choose the right technology partner, their platform is, is future-proofed against regulatory change and new payment schemes. The cloud-based platform also brings a, a lower total cost of ownership, so with no um, new hardware or software required in-house. And you actually only pay for what you use in terms of message volumes and, and modules and so on. And you're going to say there's reduced operational risk as well? Well, you're quite right, of course. Yes, there is reduced operational risk. Um, so you've got proven resilience, disaster recovery, and, uh, and indeed 24-7 support. But a, a big um, driver for choosing a cloud-based payment platform is to achieve um, secure and, and robust multi-bank connectivity. So it is wise to select uh, a software partner, which is also an accredited SWIFT service bureau. This will mean that there's no need to hire SWIFT expertise in-house and you can cut the risk and the cost of maintaining a SWIFT interface in-house. So you're insulated, really, against upgrades to the SWIFT infrastructure, all of which would be handled by the Bureau itself. And you're going to get easy access to um, value-added services like uh, data transformation and reconciliation. So it's mainly about SWIFT? Well, actually, it's not all about SWIFT, um, but it's, it's, it's very valid uh, as a question. It, it's, um, it's really important to get easy access to a whole range of protocols and connectivity options, um, like host-to-host, like eBix across Europe, of course. Uh, and for a business in the UK, you really need secure access to BACs and faster payments increasingly, and all that ideally through the same platform as SWIFT, etc., so it does make uh, good sense to get this bundle of solutions from a, a single provider. That's certainly easier than going to a bureau for connectivity, uh, a separate software provider for some of the solutions, uh, and then a third-party hosting provider as well, all of which would prove very complicated to manage. Now, we've talked about where treasury technology is today, but give me a quick insight, uh, finally, into where treasury technology is going. Give me a, give me a couple of predictions. Okay, yes, um... I won't put my money on it, but here we go. So smarter use of data is definitely going to lead to better decision-making, and that'll be through um, more efficient supply chains and higher-performing businesses. This is going to be really underpinned, I think, by better cash flow forecasting, faster and more secure payments, uh, and definitely easier access to working capital finance. I think as part of this aggregation of data and improved analytics, we're going to see wider adoption of distributed ledger technology. So there are exciting use cases like um, digital identity, KYC, and also supply chain finance. That's because distributed ledger technology is, is really best where current processes are slow, uh, they're complex and manually intensive. And what about cross-border payments? Well, payments is, of course, um, one of the hot topics of distributed ledger technology. I do think initiatives like uh, Visa B2B Connect has great potential. That's really because tokenization and uh, distributed ledger technology, they're, they're all used as uh, an additional layer of information and for security. Um, in this way, payments in uh, conventional currencies, like US dollars, euros, pounds, and so on, but not necessarily cryptocurrencies, these fiat currencies can be more reliable and easier to track. So looking ahead, I'm really confident it's going to be a more efficient business world with more secure and smarter payments and intelligent cash management. And this is really thanks to technology providers 
which actually listen to their customers. Um, they speak the same common sense and easy to understand language that their customers speak. And they deliver solutions that uh, solve real world customer pain points. Marcus, thank you. Thank you for your insights today. My pleasure. It's been great fun. That was Marcus Hughes, Head of Strategic Business Development at Bottom Line. It's pretty clear that Treasury technology is evolving quickly and providing some interesting opportunities that, as a Treasurer, you need to be looking at. I'm Richard Parkinson from the Treasury Today Group, and I hope you found the podcast informative and useful. We'd love to hear from you, so do get in touch, either directly or via our website, treasurytoday.com. And remember, you can always follow us on LinkedIn at Treasury Today Group. And don't forget to keep an eye out for new episodes wherever you get your podcasts.